Hello friends, I'm back for another podcast. You know, something else is on my mind, and I want to tell you right now, please don't give up. I know life, especially right now, can be so stressful, overwhelming. Sometimes we feel like it's too much, but we have to keep reaching out to God. He will keep giving us the strength and the wisdom to keep us going. He will warn us about people that we shouldn't be around because they are toxic and unhealthy. Please listen to the Holy Spirit when He speaks to you. And He usually speaks in a still, small voice. I've only heard His voice audibly one time, and that was many years ago, and I've never heard Him audibly again. But please listen. And you know what? God helps you even in the smallest things. So I got up this morning. And I was getting getting dressed, getting ready. And I was taking my kids to school. And yesterday my son left his water bottle. He likes to take his water bottle to school so he has something to drink throughout the day. And, uh, and so I told, he said, Mama, don't forget to remind me about this water bottle. And I said, okay, son. Well, we got up this morning and everything was so hectic. I mean, nothing was going right. We got up late. I mean, it was just stressful. Everything was going on wrong. And then all of a sudden, and I know it was God because... How I know it's God's voice, it's like a waterfall. It's like a rush. You know, it's like, shoo! And I know it's Him. And of course, it lines with the Word of God. And so I was like, I was like, wow, you know, He's reminding me to remind my son about the water bottle. And I was so thankful for that. And some people might think, well, that's not a big deal. Well, it's a big deal for him because, you know, he likes to drink throughout the day because his throat gets dried out. And I would have to go over to school and drop the water bottle off, which isn't a big deal. But what I'm trying to point out is God can help you in the smallest things. And a lot of people don't know that, you know, we we think, and I used to think that, you know, I used to think, well, God's only going to help me in the big things. Like if somebody's sick or, um, let's say I lost my job, but he can help you in the smallest things. Because what you think is small is really big to him because he loves you so much. That he wants to help you in everything. But we just have to be sensitive to his voice. And I wasn't always sensitive to his voice. I think when I was in my 20s, I mean, I heard his, I think I heard his voice in my 20s. But I didn't, I didn't know it was him. I thought, to be honest with you, I thought it was just me. But I noticed when I hit my 30s and I started getting closer to God. And when I say closer to God, I don't necessarily mean go to church every Sunday. 
go to, you know, church every week. I got closer to God. Let me, t what, journaling. You know, and you don't have to journal. But I'm the kind of person, you know, I love to read. I love to write. And so I write my prayers out on notebook paper. And you're just, your prayers is talking to God. It's talking to God. It's being yourself. It's talking to your father. And it just helped me more to see the words on paper. And you know, I do, I still pray without writing it down. But I don't know, I just enjoy writing it better. I see the words and, you know, and I just love writing. I've always loved writing. I used to write short stories when I was little. Um, well, not real little, but I guess when you're 42 years old, it you know, it seems little. It seems so long ago. But I guess I was about nine, and I would get on my dad's computer, and I would just type stories out, real short stories. But I always know when I haven't talked to God. I always know because when I talk to God, I feel more at peace. I feel like my mind is full of peace and not so much stress and, stress and my mind's not racing. So I know He's always there, but when I pray, I feel I feel the effects of God. And I feel the great, great effects of God. And I think I I just can't get over how wonderful God is and how loving He is. I mean, like once, you know, when I was in my 20s, you know, I was, I knew there was a God. But however... I furthered away from God. I didn't have a relationship with God. I didn't think God loved me. In other words, I believe the lies of the devil. You know, I didn't believe he loved me. I believe he was mean. He didn't care about me. But the truth was, I was believing lies. But did you know that he will pursue us? Even when... We're not doing right. Because in my 20s, I used to say, oh, the only time God is going to pursue me or want to have a relationship with me. You know, if, you know, if I do whatever I want to do and I don't d do right and, and, uh, you just have to look at the whole picture You don't have to be perfect for God to love you. And I think we get that confused. I mean, even Christians, we get that confused. We think we have to be perfect. We think we have to constantly ask God for forgiveness 30 times a day. But you don't want to do that because that's legalistic. You don't want to live legalistically because it's it's horrible. God is not legalistic. Man made God legalistic. But God is not legalistic. 
And we made him that way. Maybe we didn't realize that we made him that way, but we did. So, I just come upon here and say, you know, don't give up. You know, when God laid it on my heart to do this podcast, and I'm thinking, podcast? I can't do that. I'm not worthy of that. What do I have? I don't have a four, you know, a four-year degree college university degree. I don't have that. But I guess God saw something in me that I didn't see. See, God sees how wonderful you are, but you might not see it. Sometimes we're blinded by the truth because we don't see how good we are, but God sees it. God always sees how good we are. And, you know, just don't give up. Cause I know, I know you, I know y'all are fighters. Y'all don't ever give up. I know when y'all get knocked down, y'all get right back up again. And living on this, it's ups and then there's downs. But anytime there's downs, you got to get right back up again. And I just thought about something, friends. I just made a mistake. What, 10 minutes ago, saying that, what did I say now? That the opposite than what I was supposed to say about if, if I was bad, he wouldn't get close to me, or maybe I was good, wouldn't get close to me. But, friends, forgive me for that because guess what? I'm not going to edit. But I'm just going to let you know that's what happens. So if you have some kind of confusion, like, what did she say? That don't make no sense. <laughs> you know, I started thinking. I was like, you know what? I think I should edit, you know, edit my podcasts. But I'm like, should I just give it to them raw? Because I know everybody, you know, edits stuff all the time to make it look perfect. No mistakes. This makes it look so, so perfect. But, you know, we can make mistakes. And I guess I just want to come out raw. I don't want you thinking I'm perfect. Sometimes we get confused with you. Like, I watch YouTube videos. And I forget that the videos are edited, you know. And I'm like, this, you know, this YouTube is perfect. You know, there's no quiet, there's no quietness, constantly talking. But I had to remember, you know, they edited it. And it takes a long time. Like this one man, he was telling me, one of his YouTube videos I was listening to, he was telling me it took him one hour to edit a 30-minute video. And I think that's probably the reason why I out YouTube videos all the time, because it's a lot of work. And I don't think a lot of people know about the background of it, how much work it is. They don't realize it. 
I didn't, you know what? I didn't realize it either. Because at one time, I tried to do a YouTube video, you know, get into YouTube. I don't think it was for me, though. You know, I just, I knew it wasn't for me. I didn't need any confirmation from anybody. I just like, okay, this is not for me. So that's when I went transfer to podcasting. And, like, you know, I appreciate all my listeners. I don't take nobody for granted. I'm not looking for high numbers. I know a lot of people, they look for really high numbers. But I don't look at that. If I can look at one person and say, okay, maybe I did good. Maybe I influenced them in a good way. Maybe I encouraged them. Then that's great. That is great. But I think sometimes we talk about numbers too much. And we compare ourselves too much. And I notice that's a lot that goes on a lot in YouTube. People compare their channels. See, you don't want to do that comparing. Because that's when you're going to get yourself in a mental rut. And what I mean by that is you're never going to be thankful for your listeners. You're never going to be thankful because you're always going to be worried about everybody else and all the people that they have listening. And I think sometimes it messes our content up what we bring to the table because we're so caught up you know how many people are listening you know this and that this and that and it's not it's not worth to be obsessive about that you know that when you compare yourself to others that can lead to frustration that can lead to depression that's not good you have to see your worth you have to see the worth God has made in you. We all have strengths. And we all have different strengths. We're all unique. And of course we have weaknesses. But you know what? If I think about it. You don't want to, in my opinion, you don't want to improve, obsessively try to improve your weaknesses or obsess about them, you know. You want to focus more on your strengths. I was opposite. And I still struggle with it time to time where I focus on my weaknesses way too much. And I forget about my strengths, which is not good. God could give you strengths, certain strengths to help others. And I was always the person, as far as I can remember, always wanted to help others. I remember as a child, my mother, she went through depression. I felt like, you know, I was always counseling her. Even though I didn't have that degree, because I noticed we push that a lot in society. Well, especially in the U.S. Um, you know, if you're going to be a counselor, you have to have that, you know, four-year degree. Well, it might, hell, it might be more than four years. 
But you know where I'm getting at. But sometimes, however, you can get it from what you went through. And that's life wisdom. Hardship on a constant basis is kind of like your skin being rubbed. It's kind of like having sandpaper and the sandpaper just rubbing over your skin. That's how it feels when you go through constant trials. And I didn't understand why I was constantly going through these trials back to back. Well, I know everybody goes through trials, hardships. But mine was like constantly back to back though. I felt like I never could get a breather. But if I think about it now, years later, and I know God revealed this to me. I know I didn't, you know, find this out on my own. It happened for a purpose. So I could help others. You know what? I might not have went to college to be a counselor. But I, you know what? I just went a different route. I just went through life. See, that's how I got my education. You know, I try to try to be a counselor. You know, the traditional way, going to college. Some reason that door would not open. It would not open. Something, something always happened. But I had set my mind on it. Okay, I'm going to do it this way. And I remember constantly praying, praying, praying to God. Non-stop to make it happen. Sometimes closed doors are blessings from God. Because if I think back on it, I think, you know what? If that door would have opened, it probably wouldn't be for me. It wouldn't have been for me. It would not would have worked out. It would have been a disaster. And think about this. I probably would never have done this podcast. You know, I might have, but you know what? I don't think I would have. I would have never done the podcast. Y'all would never have been my listeners. But you know, at the time, I didn't know. At the time, I didn't know I was going to have a podcast. Because, friends, this happened years, years, years before this happened. This happened, what, seven years ago? So I sometimes you have no idea what God has in store for you. And I think sometimes he don't tell you everything because he don't want to he don't want to overwhelm you. You know, I think if God would told me to be honest with you years ago when I was trying to you know get into college to be a counselor if he would have told me I would have a, I would get a have a do a podcast, I would be like, "What?" I would doubt it. I would second guess it. You know, I would think, 
Oh, uh, I wouldn't. Be, I can't be a podcaster. Number one thing I thought why I couldn't be a podcaster because I'm not good at editing. So I'm thinking, okay, this world wants perfection. So if I mess up or I pause or I say something wrong, they're not going to listen. But I had to get that out of my head. Because I'm not here for numbers. Now, if I was here for numbers, now don't get me wrong, if my numbers go up, then I'll be grateful. Don't get me wrong. I'm grateful now. But I'm just content where I'm at now. I don't need, you know, a hundred thousand people listening to me. I don't need that. I'm content having a small podcast. I'm content with that. And it, if it continues to be a small podcast, then I'm fine with it. It's like this, friends. The higher you go up, the more you have to deal with. The more haters. Because people don't like you going up. You're going to have to deal with more haters. And it's a lot more stress. And sometimes, I believe, I'm not meant to have a whole hundred, you know, hundred thousand views. I'm just not meant to. Not everybody's meant to have that. You know, you might want it. Like, for example, you might want something so bad. I've been there. But it's not meant for you. It's not going to necessarily work for you. Just because you want something. And I'm not saying it don't always work that way. I mean, it works that way for quite a few people. They take interest in something. They want something. Then they go after it and they get it. But that don't always happen. So it's it's best to seek God first. Seek His will for your life, because it saves time going you know going around the mountain a thousand times like I did. I was so stubborn. I just was so blind. I didn't see. The truth. I want to do what I want to do. I was self-centered. But now it's like I woke up. Spiritually. I'm thinking, okay. I need to go by God's will. God, God was the one that made me. In my mother's womb. He's the one that made me in my mother's womb. He knows me inside and out. He knows me better than my family. He knows me better than my friends. Don't forget that, friends, because sometimes we tend to forget that. We think our friends know us more because we can see them face to face. We can talk to them. 
physically. You know, we could see each other physically and talk to each other. And we could hear their voices audibly. But that does not mean that they know us better than God. They didn't make us. So don't give up. Just keep hanging on. And I'll talk to you later, friends. Bye.